The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Wow, what a day in the city of champions. Uh, what, 25, 26 degrees out there? What did he just say? Did he say 25, 26? He said 26 degrees. Did he say 26 degrees? Going up out to 27. There? Woo! It's yeah. Jalen and Andrew. Um, do I want to welcome back? What, I don't Thanks. know what to say right now. I, you <laughs> no, know, I understand. It's uh, You went down to Ottawa to visit your mom. Yeah, uh, you know, um, we didn't really talk about whether or not we are going to talk about this, and there's a part of me that thinks, you know, why would anybody care? Um, on the other hand... And we've talked about your mom a lot on this show. We, we have, and the thing is, uh, what I'm going through and my family's going through right now is something that everybody has or will yep. go through, right? Um, you know, an aging parent and... Uh, uh, you know, a poor prognosis. And so, yeah, I on Friday when I left here, I didn't know what I was going to do. And um, we had lots of conversations. We talked about the pros and cons of getting on a plane and just going. And I met my brother, Bob, uh, at the Bend on Friday <laughs> night. And uh, that's, uh, for me, quite significant, probably for him as well, because we've not spoken in over 20 years. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other story That's another right story. There. So... Uh, 20 years since our last conversation, we sat down and uh, talked for hours. And then uh, come Saturday morning, I thought, um, you know what? You, it's possible to make the decision too late, uh, but it's not possible to make the decision too mm-hmm. soon. So I just did it. I just uh, got on a plane and got myself to Ottawa and where my brother Doug, who I've not also <laughs> talked to in 20 years, and his wife took me to see my mom. And it was... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was... Uh, as good as can be expected? I think so. Maybe that's the best way to describe it. It it was a, a visit like we typically would have had uh, any time in the last 20 years, I suppose, if, if, you know, I'd been at her apartment and she'd, you know, she told me, she asked me how the kids were doing mm-hmm. and she told me the nurse she liked and didn't like and um, talked about her neighbor who's too noisy and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But at the end of... Um, I didn't want to leave it that way. I, I didn't want it to be... Listen, and I'm just going to say, if I choose the wrong words here, just it's bear okay. with me. I didn't want it to be a fake mm-hmm. visit. Mm-hmm. So my brother Doug, his wife Ann, and myself were in uh, the hospital room, and my mom was getting tired, and she looks um, tired. And I turned to my brother and just said, could you give us a moment? You know, and again, this is somebody I've not spoken to mm-hmm. in 20 years, and there's been problems in the family and whatever. And he said, absolutely. And um, so I was left with my mom, and I wasn't sure what I was going to say to her, but I turned to her, and she reached out and uh, grabbed my hand, and she squeezed tight. And uh, she looked at me, and she said, "I, Andrew, I know this is goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, it is. And um, she started to tear up a little bit, and I said... I just want you to know I love you, mm-hmm. and um, and we're good. We're good. There's, there's. I don't think we have anything left to talk about. We're good. And she said, thank you. And then she cried, and I held her, and uh, I gave her a kiss, and I told her I loved her, and she told me she loved me, and and I left. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect to see her again. I don't mm-hmm. ex- well, I won't see her again. I don't expect to... Um, talk to her again. It's difficult for her to talk on the phone. I see now in talking to her in person why she's been avoiding my calls. I don't 
I don't think it was I, you know, in my suspicious mind, I was like, oh, what rumor has circulated? <laughs> you know? uh, but it's yeah. just very difficult for yeah. her to talk on the phone, and I don't think she enjoys it. Yeah. And um, and so I left, and uh, then we learned this morning that um, the doctors have now told her exactly what her prognosis is, and it's not good, mm -hmm. that they're not going to do any further tests or treatment because there's no point, and that she'll be moved to uh, palliative care right away, mm -hmm. and that any family members who would like to see her should see her very quickly. So um, so that's where it is. It's, it's like, and let me just say this, and then, and I think people who've been through this can identify with this. If the news over the weekend was that my mother had passed, mm -hmm. and one day that will be the news, mm -hmm. and probably soon, then the grieving would start, and I would work my way through it, and I would come out the other end. This is almost worse, because I'm grieving, but my mom's still alive. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm working through it as best I can. And uh, But when the news comes, and it will, I don't know what happens then. I don't know if I go into this new period of, of hurt. Probably. Probably. But I will at least go into it with no regrets. Which I think is one of the most important uh, things. And you, you got to see your mom, you got mm -hmm. to hold her, you got to tell her you loved her, you made sure that uh, really any bygones were bygones without yep. even having to get into it. Yep. You knew that. And um, and I think, you know, when her time comes that she'll leave the world knowing that things are, are, are good with you and that's important. Yes, yep. And I think it's important for you as well. I think so. Of course it is. I think so. Yeah. I mean, and again, you know, parents' job and my job as a parent is to um, is to make sure my children are good. You mm -hmm. know, they, they, their job is to to guide them and help them and and protect them, but also to um, make them stronger and make them resilient yeah. to be able to take care of their themselves. And I think um, I think in the conversation, this brief, con I, I visited for a half an hour. That was all she could take, <laughs> which is true at the best of times. But, <laughs> um, but I feel like, I feel like I released her, but I feel like she released me too. Which is so important. Mm -hmm. That is so important. That's, that's a really special gift, actually. Yeah, and 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 honestly, to talk to two brothers that I haven't talked to in mm -hmm. twenty years—it's another gift. It is, whether, whether you think that way or not. And yeah, well, I don't know if I'm the relationship, yeah, whatever. It was a gift. I might return yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> try and get a refund if I can. But but I think Full you priced. know, I, I think yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think in my mom's mind, yeah, knowing my mom, I think that she can take um, solace in the fact that she brought three brothers yeah. back together again yeah. through this. And I think that would make her happy. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know it made her happy. Yeah, it's and it's hard because family dynamics, and we've talked about, about it on this show so much, everybody has their own sure. family dynamics and, yeah. and you may have an absolutely fantastic family you might have a you know iffy family you might have a, a family that's that's struggled that maybe hasn't talked to each other in in years and the way that we decide individually to handle that and move forward and especially in a in yep. a situation like this with a dying parent um that's that's a total personal decision you it know is. and i and i told you i said really i said right or wrong i mean you can do it T take your pick Either way that you choose, you have to, you have to be okay with that. And um, you know, if you hadn't gone, forgive yourself 
later yep. for for not going. But if you didn't exactly. want to go, you had to be. It was okay. You had to know that it was okay to do that as well. You have yep. to do what's best for you. Yeah, and that's why I say... I, I believe anyway. I, I hesitate in talking about this, except that I know that people oh, can probably gosh. identify with it, but I will say this, that I'm not going to sit here and tell you, the listener, that, listen, if you haven't phoned your mom, phone your mom, yeah. or if you haven't talked to your brothers or sister, then phone... You do what... You do mm-hmm. you, okay? I did me. Yeah. That was 20 years of not talking to my brothers. Um and I'm still okay with that, honestly, after this weekend. I'm happy that we're at a place where we can talk. Um, Doesn't mean it's going to continue moving nope. forward. It could just be an email at Christmas or whatever it is, but that's okay. The last thing my dad ever told me years ago was at the end of the day, all you're left with is family. And, and I, I said to him, oh, God, there's a thought. <laughs> but you know what? But family changes. He was right. Yeah. But family changes. Mm-hmm. Um as well, um, you know, once you, your parents pass and if you have brothers and sisters and if you've had yep. whatever it is, family family kind of changes all the way through depending on, sure do. on, what, <laughs> on, on what happens. And families, as we know, sometimes, oftentimes isn't even blood. It isn't, That's you right. know, whatever it is. You, you know? know the funniest thing about all of this, though, mm. to put a period at the end of the sentence? The funniest thing about all of this is because none of us have been together in 20 years <laughs> and we haven't seen each other. So, of course, our initial reaction, I'm sure, I know mine was my goodness how old they've gotten and, I, and i'm sure that i've gotten older you know in their eyes they're like what what happened What's, to that little kid, everyone right? look in a mirror right but you know the number of people who said to us in every interaction whether it was at the bend on friday where by the way hunter met his uncle bob for the first wow. time um whether it was at the hospital in ottawa everybody was like my god God, you guys look alike. Oh, my goodness. I was just going to say the exact same thing. (laughs) So, Andrew, Chedville, Andrew sent me a picture of uh, Mm -hmm. him and his brother and his mom. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) I know. Funny. Except that's Doug, right? In the picture, he's got this big mustache. He's still got his mounting mustache. Yeah, he's got the big mustache. And and your mom, even when I'm looking at your mom, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know what your dad looked like, but, boy, you all look like your mom. Well, people say that I'm uh, now, at this age, a dead ringer for my dad. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I can show there. you a picture sometime. <laughs> He's got less hair than me at this age, though. Just, uh, you know, it's not a competition. Bob has but... more than you. Yeah, so does Doug. I'm not really sure what happened there. <laughs> well, you know what? I think you get your hair from your mother's side, I I'm pretty sure. I mom's um, side. Not so sure. I think, you know, they got mom's hair, and I got dad's intelligence and uh, sense of humor. So it was a fair trade. You're good with that? I'm, uh, totally. I would have taken that deal. <laughs> Chedville at 220. Thank you for all of your texts coming in at 6.30, 6.30. I was saying to Andrew during the break, I think oftentimes uh, when we get talking about just personal things, um, we end up with a, a much deeper connect with all of you listening than we yeah. When, 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 we, when we talk about other things. And I appreciate you taking the time yes. to text and, and, and I've read all of your and texts and thank or, you very much for your call support. call in. James is on the phone. Hi, James. Hello, Jaylen. Hello, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, uh, first of all, good for making the trip. I just want to relay a, a story. Um, may make you feel bad or worse, but uh, I lost my father 10 years ago to cancer, and I came off a night shift at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I was going to go straight home, and that little voice in my head told me to go by the university hospital mm-hmm. and see him. And, you know, it was only about a 10-minute visit, and my, my younger sister was at his bedside, and she said, don't you leave without, you know, kissing him and telling him that, that you love him, because, you know, she said it could be hours, it could be days, 
you know, he was dying of cancer. And uh, that same day, my brother phoned me about noon and uh, told me that my father had passed. Hmm. You know, so, uh, aren't those? Aren't, I don't know if it's instincts, if it's your little, you yeah, know, whatever it is, but yeah, whatever it was, pushes it was, you. Yeah, it was a little inner voice. Yeah, just saying I was go. Almost home. Yeah, and I you, detoured to the university. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I, I had a very close relationship with uh, Carol's dad, Gary. Uh, he was a real. He was a dad to me, mm-hmm. and I was devastated when when we lost him. He had cancer as well, and I was driving home one night, um, late in in his life. And I missed my exit, and I went up onto the exit for my in-laws' place. Yeah. And I pulled around to pull a U-turn, and I heard that voice that said, "Go, go see Gary." Yeah. Right? And I didn't. I was like, "Oh, I don't know if he's sleeping yeah. or if he wants a visitor." And he died uh, that later on, just hours later, basically. And. It was like, or I shouldn't say he was taken to hospital and then he was out of it and then he was gone. But, but it was like, oh, I totally should have done that, right? And something told me I should have and I didn't do it. And with my dad, I was in Toronto when he was in Ottawa and he phoned me and said, I really want to see you. And I said, well, I'll come up in a few days. Mm. And, he, and then he died that night, but it was totally unexpected. He had a, like a an attack, aneurysm, yeah. a heart attack, you know. So... I wasn't letting that happen this time. Like, yeah, you know? no, and that's and that's it. And that little voice, I bet you, there's so many stories like that mm-hmm. out there. When my father-in-law passed away, I had always went in the afternoon to see him. Um, they would go in the morning. I would go in the afternoon, so we'd spread it out. And the day that he passed, there was something that morning that really? said, "No, I'm going to come with you this morning." And uh, he, we left the hospital. We came home coach was cutting the front lawn i was in the kitchen and he comes in and he says my dad just passed he just got a phone call. really and that was at noon so again you know and then my my mom i told you that she lost her brother and sister in the last over over easter yeah and she kept putting off getting down to ontario down to peterborough well she lives in ontario but down to peterborough to see my uncle freddie and she got the phone call halfway to Peterborough the day that she decides to go that he that he had passed. Ah, uh, missed and, that opportunity. And she missed that yeah. opportunity. So, I don't know. Sometimes those little, little voices. I mean, I think we we try to brush them off, but oftentimes I'm like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I think sometimes we need to play, um, you know, pay a little closer attention to them. Hi, Sheila. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Um. My parents died uh, 10 years ago. They both had colon cancer and shared a palliative care room. And, oh, wow. Um, so my dad died on the 20th. My mom died on the 30th of July. Oh. And that was a Monday. And she said to me, go get my outfit. So she her Sunday outfit. And I said, why? And she said, I'm going to heaven tomorrow. <sighs> and I regret not asking her had she called him in the reservation <laughs> or who she'd been talking to. But that was on Monday, and she died on Wednesday. Oh, my goodness really? gracious. Wow. That just gave me goosebumps, Sheila. I know. Isn't that incredible? Huh. I'm going to heaven tomorrow. Oh. And then she'd say, I'm coming, boys. <laughs> wow. For her brother and dad, and yeah. Oh, 10 days apart, too. How hard is that? Oh, my goodness. It wasn't. You know, it was a real blessing, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, I would see it that way too. Honestly, I, I'm surprised at how long my mother's lived since my father's death. Yeah, honestly, I think a lot of us she, have that. She dedicated yeah. her life to him. Yeah, yeah, like they were. They've been married for almost sixty years. And, wow. And so then I had the conversation with them months earlier to say, 
you know, it's going to be very close. You're going to die very close together. Would it be okay to have one service? And huh. they thought about it, and then they said, yeah, that would be okay. And it was a beautiful service. I was going to say, that would have been that would have been beautiful, Sheila. You know what, that would, you know what Sheila, I, yeah. honestly, I really enjoyed your call. It actually made me smile because I got thinking if that were Carol and I, <laughs> if we were in palliative care together, Carol and I, and we knew that it was going to be close, yeah. as soon as you said those words, I was like, knowing Carol and I, we'd make it a race. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, thank you for sharing. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Have a great day. 4960063. Stu's giving us a call. Hey, Stu. Hi. Good, a- good afternoon, guys. I just wanted to say I love your show, listen to you all the time, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I'll try and be as quick as I can. Okay. I, uh, when I was nine years old, uh, my mother and father, apparently, were they, at that time, they were going to a funeral in Toronto. But a day before they left, my mom was making me do dishes and a few things, and I was mad at her. So I said, why don't you go get killed by a car? Mm. She went to Toronto, and they were in a terrible car accident. She got killed by a car. And I carried that for so many years. Let me stop you there for a second. And let me say this to you, because I've told my children this. When we've argued, and I used to tell my children, you know, be careful the last thing you say to me because it's the last thing you could ever say to me, right? And that's exactly what happened to you. But I've told my children this, and with with the situation with my mother, I've reminded them of this, that our relationship and our love for each other does not come down to a single interaction. It doesn't come down to a single argument or conversation that we had. It's a body of work. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and and I want them to know that, that should something happen to me unexpectedly, I've reminded them in this past week, that it's it's a lifetime of a relationship that never comes down to a single moment. You but, got but, it. But you know what, Stu, I'm guessing, but as a child, I bet you yeah. carried that for, for quite a while before oh, you finally I, let it go. I did. I went back later in my early 20s to Toronto, where the funeral was, and I tracked down the place where she was buried, and I found her little plot and I sat there for the whole day crying and talking and making amends and I felt quite good afterwards. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to tell you also quickly, yeah. my three children, uh, I took aside each one and when, and they said, Dad, we don't want the death talk. And I said, well, <laughs> when would you like it when I'm dead? <laughs> so I, I told each one of them how proud I was of them and how... Yep. Yep. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so we've had our little talk. That's good. Stu, thank you for sharing. You brought me to tears. I had to, I couldn't talk there for, mm. for a couple of minutes. But um, thank you so much for sharing. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank Have you. Have a great day. Yep, you you too. as well. i got to tell you really, oh, very quickly, the, what I'm finding as I get older <laughs> is that I don't fear dying myself. That's not what's preoccupying mm-hmm. my mind. I fear losing people around yeah. me. That because yeah. as I get older, they you know obviously they get older and and it starts happening. It a lot starts more happening regularly. more frequently, yeah. and and that's what I don't like about getting old. Getting old. Yeah, I can I can deal with the rest of it. Yeah, to think that my mother lived to see her youngest of five get to retirement age, <laughs> she did good. <laughs> she did good. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.